I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to part two of Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. I am joined by the, oh, cute, cuter than a bunny in a bow tie, oh. if I'm honest. She's adorable. <laughs> um, Jess Plummer, so Jess, mate, you've had, like, a busy year going from your hugely successful stint in I'm a Celebrity to this massive, massive EastEnders storyline that you've got that is like rumble, has been rumbling on. You must be, for starters, knackered, right? So, <laughs> like, well, honestly. Um, but also, you must feel really proud of yourself to a certain extent. Like, I watched the um, episode when mm-hmm. you, your exit episode, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And honestly, mate, that is... That is some pretty harrowing stuff. Like, what fantastic acting from you. But, like, it must have been a difficult situation to put yourself in. Yeah, I mean, I just count my lucky stars that it's me acting it and not living it. And I feel like that is what carried me through the process of, of, of leading up to that final scene wanting to do it justice for the people that are living through it like I always said as much as I was gutted when I found out that I would be leaving the show if it means that just one woman reaches out for help or I feel I felt like you know what it's going to be worth it it's going to be worth it so god it was so honestly mate like it was so intense wasn't it yeah 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 it was really intense and obviously we we filmed all of the, those final scenes um the last two weeks of me being so when we came back on air we filmed all of that after the first lockdown so it was it was it was intense for for the storyline but for for all sorts of reasons it was it was a completely new way of filming we were mm-hmm. now not allowed to be close to each other and obviously I'm gonna I'm gonna be murdered like he's gonna push oh. me so in my head I read the script and I was like how is this going to happen? How are we going to do mm. it? But they were so clever. I mean, we we used Perspex screens. There was times mm. where Toby would literally be that close to me, but we would have a, a glass screen between us. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh the, um, we used You can't mannequins. say that at all. Like, it's so clever. The, they did such, a, like, the director that we had, Toby mm. Fro, absolute genius. And his team, mm. like, all the people that kind of figured that out together, genius. There, there was a mannequin... Um, with like a big curly wig on that was used quite a lot. Um, yeah, it was it was weird because a part of me felt like, am I going to be able to give it to give my performance as as much as I would be able to? Because there were times where I wasn't talking to him, I'd be breaking uh-huh. down, and, and a lot there. of no, a lot of acting mm. is is bouncing off of the energy that of you course. receive from the person that you're you're acting against, mm. and it's like you're 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 doing it against nothing. Um, or they're standing just there so you're talking to them but you have to look that way it was it was really strange but I do think as a team we worked really well together and yeah it was it was intense but yeah I I do feel really really proud to have been a part of it 
Oh, I'm not surprised. And I honestly think you were completely the right actress to do it. Like, it's so, like, it's so heartbreaking. Yeah. Like the entire, the entire arc of the storyline. So when you first read that, yeah. how did you feel? Did you feel the gravity of taking on such a, such a super poignant, especially in the climate we're in now, such a super poignant storyline? Yeah. So when I got the role, I knew that it would be a, a domestic violence storyline, yeah. um, but we didn't play any of it until about three months into me joining EastEnders. Mm. And just before we started to show that side of things, like I knew it, I did my research, but I don't think it really sunk in until we sat down with Women's Aid charity mm. and mm. had real conversations about like what women have actually like gone through firsthand. And it was then when it was like, okay, like this is, like it, it, it did that kind of thing the the, yeah. the weight of of it all kind of went up quite a few notches before we we all stopped working there was I, I I was due to be there for like another three more months so I remember when um we all left there was a part of me that was like whoa I'm gonna be there longer um, yeah. but we, we had all sorts planned there was um we even filmed a scene where Chantel and Whitney make up that obviously never went out. Um, mm -hmm. I had um, a wig made for me because he was going to chop all of Chantal's hair off. He was going to drag. He was, there was a scene um, that I have to like drown myself, but originally he was meant to drown her. He was meant to hold her hair under the water. Oh all of this stuff was meant to happen, which, um, which I still thought could have potentially happened. I didn't know. I was just kind of like waiting to get the script. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So we had our meeting. We knew he was coming back to work, blah, blah, blah got the scripts, knew I was still, you know, Chantel was still going to be murdered, but didn't really know how it was going to happen. And mm -hmm. I was reading it and I read all eight episodes straight away. Um, and I, I had no idea. I was like, oh, I'm quite heavy in all of these episodes. What's going on? Mm -hmm. And I was glued. And I, I remember when I got to the end and it just said Chantel's eyes closed as she dies. And I was like, I, I just <laughs> dropped everything. And I was like, yeah. And I, I, you know, like I knew it was coming, but because it was in black and white in my face yeah. and I, and I knew how it was going to happen and like the last words that she was going to say, I just cried. I cried and cried oh. and cried and cried and cried all night. I'm not surprised. Like yeah. you've invested so much in this role and like, yeah. even though you knew what the outcome was going to be and yeah. EastEnders were very transparent with the viewers and stuff as well, um, which I think yeah. is very sensitive and very kind. They didn't want to sensationalize it. This is a real issue that a lot of women yeah. are facing. Um, even though we all knew, I gasped. Yeah, like, I yeah. Probably got, and a part of me, right, this is so, so sad, right? Mm. And I do this, but a part of me still just wanted you to get away. Yeah, Do you know course. what I mean? Oh, yeah. everybody wanted you to get away. Yeah. I'm so, did you feel like it was really sad seeing goodbye to the character? Hugely. Even when I had oh. my meeting where I was told that Chantel would die, it was like there was there was this divide. So there was a part of me that was like sad because, you know, little things like, oh, my goodness, I'm never going to be in this dressing room again or I'm never going to yeah. take this route to work ever again or, you know, just like the normal kind of sad things when a job comes to an end. But then it was like, this sounds insane, but I would mm. get dressed up into my character costume. I'd put on my wedding rings. I'd do, Chantel would always have like a little middle part and thing and tuck it behind her ears. And I'd look in the mirror and I'd just be like, oh. like, it's insane. Cause it's, cause it's me. But because I'm just a Chantel, like, I'll be like, oh, you put, like, I started to really feel sorry for my character. And I felt like I was for, 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 for a good, maybe like two weeks after I find, found out that that was going to happen. I felt like I was mourning her. 
Mm, um, yeah. I remember when I got sent, I got sent the episode before it went on air and I watched and, and I, as I've said, I don't like watching myself, but I watched it mm. and I, I, I watched it. I think for the first time in my acting career, without critique, I watched it as a viewer. I watched it mm-hmm. like I'm watching Chantel and Grey like have this mm-hmm. argument and him murdering her. Um, and I just cried every single time. I mean, they did such the, 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 like everyone did such a brilliant job at mm-hmm. making that episode what it was. Um, social media became a, a really weird place because people were like, oh, obviously rest in peace. But it just became weird because it was like, yeah. Who am I? Like, what is this? Like, the, these feelings are really strange. And I remember when EastEnders, um, cause that was on the Friday episode. Um, mm-hmm. I remember I tuned in to watch EastEnders on the Monday. And as soon as I heard the, the doof doof for the theme tune, yeah. I, I switched it off. I was like, I can't do this. I can't watch it. I can't watch oh, it. I'm not surprised. It, like, it, it was a huge responsibility to be given that domestic abuse storyline. And quite frankly, like, you, you did it. <sighs> It was it was handled really with dignity. So Thank hats you. off to you, to EastEnders, to the director, everything. Did you feel the responsibility to get that right? Did yeah. Did you feel it was on your shoulders? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But, but like, as I said, more so just like not even just as an actress and like wanting to do a good performance for the show, but just to be able to, because my whole time in EastEnders, women would come up to me and be like, oh, you know, your storyline, like it really resonates with something I've been through or something that a friend has been through. I just want to say thank you. And it was like, like, I I just, I want to do it for them. Like I want to do it for every woman or or, or man, every person in that situation to show them. Like if, if you don't maybe reach out for help, this is potentially what could happen. Um, Yeah. Um, I stayed in a ho- like my last week of filming those scenes because I, I filmed those scenes because people assume that when you film your last scene is the last thing that you film but actually it's sometimes that, not that in chronological last, order no yeah. that last scene I remember when I got my schedule and I was like are you kidding me I've not done acting for three months and you want me to come back and do that in my second week I'm like oh, what <laughs> let us warm up a little yeah, bit do you, know a yeah. do, you know, do you know what that week I filmed her death. I filmed her drowning herself in the bath. I feel that week was so intense and I stayed in a hotel because I was like, I need to just really, really focus. Mm -hmm. I need to sleep good. I need to put my head down and knuckle down. But then in a way, as much as it was a bit like, oh my goodness, this is intense. It was nice after that to do the things that were not as heavy, like just before, you know, on my, on my leaving. So that was nice. I know. I mean, in a way, I completely understand. Like, it always messes with my head. And I think if I was an actress or an actor or something, and I had to do things out of chronological order, I think I'd be so confused. But in this particular circumstance, I'm so pleased you got a slightly happier note to end on, just for yourself to say goodbye to the extenders experience. Because, like, it has, it was a lovely, you have loved it, haven't you? No, but like massively, massive. Like mm. again, similarly to Neon Jungle, like probably one of the. And, and you know, it's 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 not just about being on the show and, and acting because obviously it's it's a great gig as an act as an actor. But like everyone, like all of the crew, the the lighting, the sound department, the camera guys, the the cleaners, the the people that serve you your coffee, like you you they become your family. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? You do you, you know what it's like anyway. But but yeah, it's it's, it's um. It's definitely going to be something that I'm always going to be super proud of. It's a shame that my so character's died and I can't come back. 
well, for, well, do you know what reason. they've done? <laughs> they've done Stranger Things. Jess. This is true. Like, I've seen people come back, so never say never That's when EastEnders is concerned. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, such an amazing, really meaty role. But yeah. looking at it rather than some something make believe, rather than a show, a soap, mm-hmm. something dramatized, it's a reality for a lot of women at the moment and mm-hmm. men. I don't mean to to be sexist there at all. You worked really closely with Women's Aid yeah. and charities like that to make sure it was authentic and sensitive and yeah. stuff like that. And I just want to know, like, did it have a real effect on you? Like, do you feel now like it was exactly the right role for you? Were you pleased you did it? I feel like. Um... I mean, I, I don't know if it was exactly the right role for me, but I feel like I I couldn't have given it more than what I did. Like mm-hmm. I, I I felt like I remember when I sat down, um, we met with the charities, and I just remember, like even after talking to Toby about it, it was like not only is it like okay, this is like uh, heavy, and we've got to do it right. This is a privilege. Like mm-hmm. we have been chosen to carry the storyline that's gonna yeah. like hopefully be able to help save lives mm-hmm. and as i said when people women specifically not i've never been approached by a guy but when they say like oh i i watched your storyline and because of chantelle and gray like it, it made me reach out like it made me call the number yeah. at the end and like that makes it so worth it and yeah. to to be a part of that is is such an honor to be part of like something so much bigger than just you know, acting acting a character is is incredible, and I really enjoyed it. It was tricky. There were times where I would drive home from, home from work, and like I would just drive in silence, like, and I'd, I'd get home and I'd be like, "Oh my god!" Like, slap yourself, like, get in the shower, like, pick yourself up a bit, um, because you do, you like, you're 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 there. I mean, you're there sometimes six days a week for for twelve mm-hmm. hours every day, um, so it is a lot, but. Absolutely incredible. I mean, I, if I could do it all again, I would. Yeah. yeah. You were like, were you always a big fan of EastEnders? Like, has that, was it just a dream come true for you? Like, it was yes. insane. <laughs> I, I grew up, that was like what we did every every evening. Like, I'd come home from school, I'd do my homework, da, 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 have a bath, and then we'd sit down and watch yes. EastEnders. And I always knew, as soon as that doof doof came, it meant it was bedtime. <laughs> so I would always want it to drag out and then even though I would watch it every single day in the week Sunday omnibus I'm watching it all again <laughs> I used to love it I was completely obsessed being there I remember my first day do you know what I remember when I got the bill I got it just before yeah. Christmas they sent me all the scripts and everything and I read over it and blah 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 and then obviously over Christmas you know what it, it's like everything shuts yeah. down like you don't yeah. hear from anyone and I remember like going through my emails and just checking that I definitely did get the role because it didn't feel real. <laughs> and then on, yeah. my, on my first day, I remember because I had to go and get like a makeup camera test and everything. Um, mm-hmm. And I and I was and I was lost in the car park and I just saw someone in the distance and I was like, it's like excuse me, how'd you get out?" And I got as they were walking closer, I realised it was Mo. It was no. and, I, and I was like, she was like, "What are you doing, love? Is you turn left?" And then when you see the big door, you turn right. And I was walking around, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe that just happened. <laughs> even, do you know what? It took me a long time to wrap my head around it. Even, even in like on my last day when I would see Steve, I would like go to call him Phil. And then I, when I'm, when I'm nervous, I do this, I just talk. I remember mm-hmm. one day he was sat down and I think, I can't remember what it was, but for some reason I started telling him about, um, 
the fact that I had served him when I used to work in, I used to work in Karen Millen in Selfridges when I was like yeah. 17. Anyway, I started telling him this story and half, you know, when you're telling the story and halfway through, you realise. You just regret it. Yeah, you just... like you're rambling and there's not an ending point and they're not giving you anything back. So I was just no. like, yeah. And then you said, and then, and then literally, I literally just went, okay bye and just walked away at the end because I was like I don't know how to wrap this up you're not giving me anything I was just you know so what? nervous that's not your fault that is on Steve like Phil Phil Mitchell you have been in this industry so long consider this Vicky Patterson reprimanding you you should be used to this by now you should have given you should have given her a fucking hand there bless you mate Jerry, oh, do you know I've been there I've and been I remember there. when I, I remember when I did walk away because who was he sat next to he was sat next to um Jamie and Max, because they're yeah. quite close because they work together a lot. I remember they just started giggling as I walked away. And I think the next day, Max was like, Jess, you cracked me up. <laughs> I wanted to say, like, you've been part of such huge British institutions of TV, of reality TV, like in terms of music and everything. But it's it's just interesting for me to know what you think is next like have you got something you're burning to achieve is there anything like i can expect to see you on soon like i just want to fangirl yeah i want to set me plan oh. up or something <laughs> do you know what it is i feel like in life and I, I, like not even in a big-headed way just in a way where i think everyone should have this mentality like whatever mm. it is you want to do go for yeah. it like yeah like it doesn't have to be a musician, an artist, even if it's I really want to be a bus driver, like whatever it is you want to do in mm-hmm. life, go for it. Like right now, I'm in a place where I feel really, I feel really comfortable and I feel really happy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I know this works. I know if I put my mind to something and I want to make it happen, it will happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really excited for the future. I feel like off the back of so being, should be. being in the castle, it kind of taught me to say yes to things that are outside of my comfort zone. Um, yeah. Obviously, right now we're in weird times um, where we're not yeah. sure what is around the corner tomorrow. But um, I'm excited for the potential of anything. I don't know. Like what? So you should be be like, look at you. You're a triple threat right here. Like we've got <laughs> singing. You've got reality, you've got acting, you are, the world's your oyster, Jess, and I, for one, am so excited to see what we get next from you. Thank you, Vicky. Yeah, I'm excited too, because I don't even know what's around the corner, but I am It's going to be a surprise for Jess. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I just, I just, I just feel like, no, like, I'm, I'm in a good place, like, I mean, yeah, obviously concentrating on my career and being little Missy's mummy, but yeah, like, I'm just, yeah, I just feel like the world is my oyster, as you said. Good for you, mate. Right. Here at Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2, yeah. um, we always ask our lovely guests to impart a couple pearls of wisdom before we let you leave. Okay. Um, just so our wonderful listeners can have a takeaway from the app. And listening to you talk about manifesting, about completely being the master of your own destiny and achieving so much stuff in a short space of time, it's obvious to me that you're an incredibly inspirational and strong woman, but you're just in control of your life, which I love. Um, I want to know what your secret to being your own leading lady is. Oh, okay. I just, I just think, do you know what? And, and disclaimer, I don't wake up this ray of sunshine every day. Like I, I have <laughs> my does, days. Jess, like everyone. Does? I feel like we are a little bit living in a society that I don't know if it's social media or what, where I think people do have this impression that if you're on X 
YZ show or you live or you drive blah 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 car then you've really got all of your shit together I feel like (laughs) like not necessarily but I do think at the same time like I I need to I'm I'm it's my life I'm the only person that's living it I'm in control of how I spend my time who I spend my time with um and I just think mentally as long as I'm like aligned with the things that what I want to achieve and I'm in a in a positive place and just grateful like gratitude is something that is so important because otherwise no matter what heights you reach in life you're never going to appreciate it are you you know mm. it's, it's not going to feel like you've, you've done much I feel like you've just got to you've just got to you just got to know your worth. Like, how can I say mm-hmm. this in a way that isn't cheesy? I'm really, I love a cheesy no, cliche. No, we saying, love but... cheese, mate. Honestly, do you? Are, so do I. I am like, <laughs> I'm literally like walking e down right now. <laughs> I am such a cheesy person. Never apologize for that here. You're in a safe, cheesy space. So fucking, honestly, ejaculate cheese on me right now. Just go over it, girl. You just got to own your source. You've got to believe in yourself you've got also not be so hard on yourself you're human like you're gonna have days that you feel like not even getting out of bed sometimes I do but it's all part of the journey isn't it I think all part of the journey yeah oh so cheesy yeah but this is the perfect place for it we love (laughs) a bit of cheese (laughs) at Pretty Fat in the Secret too you are um you're like ev- everything I want to be when I grow up, Jess, which is ridiculous oh, to say up. because I'm so enjoying <laughs> you, but you're, you're, fuck, you really are a very inspirational and powerful woman. And I'm so pleased you agreed to take this time today to talk oh. to us. Like, well done for the, like, well done for everything you're doing and con- like, just good luck with the future because you deserve every success. You're so lovely. Thank you for having oh, me. Don't be daft, man. Now go and get Nora a snack before she fucking <laughs> kicks that door down. <laughs> Oh, you're the best. Thank you. Thanks, gorgeous. Guys, that was Jess Plummer. I'm actually blown away. Like, it's not very often I'm left super speechless, but me and Jess didn't have much of a relationship before this podcast, and I learnt a lot about that by doing this, and I'm just super impressed with that as a person. From whether it's being, like, plucked from obscurity to sensitive storylines to smashing it on the castle, she is a perfect example of how you can be the leading lady of your own life. And I hope you've all learned something from listening to that today. I know I have. Go on. I also just want to be her best friend. (laughs) Oh, I'm loving making this series. um, And I hope you guys are too. Um, I hope it's helping you through what is quite a difficult year because it, it is making it's making my year go a lot faster and a lot easier god i'm so selfish aren't i i'm doing this podcast because i like doing it <laughs> so please let me continue um leave reviews tell your friends tell your friends how good it is make sure everybody knows about vicky patterson the secret too and if you have anything you'd like to add please don't be a stranger send it to vicky patterson podcast at gmail.com we'll do our best to take all of your notes on board thank you so much i hope you have a lovely week guys <laughs>